up? It's We Wear Black. I'm Sophie here with Alex and Yasmin. Woo, 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 woo. Yasmin, you could have at least worn black. I am. I'm wearing a black skirt. Please. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Is the choker not enough for you people? (laughs) Um, It's like a dark. So this is going to be a good episode because we decided to hand over the episode topic to you. So we asked you over on Twitter to send us your favourite stories, the stories that you would be telling us, because we got a lot of messages, didn't we, saying people would want to hang out in the pub with us? Aww, so, yeah. <laughs> Which was really sweet. So it's like, what would you tell us if you were in the pub with us? What would you be asking us? What experiences would you be telling us about? And now... Alex and I, we haven't even seen any of these messages, have we, on purpose? None of them. Nope. I'm excited. So we've handed over the reins to Yasmin, because you are our social media guru. I know all of your secrets. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going to read some of those for us today. Yeah. um, There were some, like, normal normal questions and then just some people revealing their whole life story to me but you know it was it was fun i enjoyed it bit traumatized but that's part of the whole process um (laughs) i i did get a message actually from someone which really made me happy which was someone who'd listened to our first podcast and sent me a message i won't say their name but um they said that they too had hidden a tampon under a a man's bed no. when, the, when the, no. the lust had taken over and do you know what it made me feel seen I'm not even going to lie <laughs> still not normal though it's it's normal it's a thing did they so. wrap it up because you know you do it if you I wrap didn't it. ask that Alex <laughs> <laughs> I would like, if you wrapped it up you've not got an issue but if you've left it the residue on the carpet then we've got a slight concern <laughs> Yeah, then you've packaged it, ready to go. You know what? In your to-go bag. You love a detail. You love, love a detail. I need the details. You love a detail. Alex's dirty details. Oh, that could that be an a episode. Title. That is Please. a lease. What would it? What would it contain, though? I'll show um, you my dirty details. Dirty details. Yeah. God. You get people to tell you the dirtiest stories. They can think, oh no, I'm really opening it up. If people listen to this now, your inbox is going to be ruined. My by the inbox end of the week. is no. Just, your, your inbox is already ruined. <laughs> this is yeah. This is true. You've had a, haven't you had a few suitors just reaching out, going, "Hi there." Yeah, so I don't know what kind of impression I gave off in the first episode. I thought it was a really bad one, but apparently people are liking it. Apparently people are liking it. I don't... um, I was trying to think of the best one. I'm actually just looking through now. I mean, there's ones, you know, will you will, will you go out with me? Um, can I make you a pea omelette? Um, no, is the answer. Pea omelette was once, never again to be returned <laughs> into my life at any point, no matter how bad it gets. Um yeah, so no, I'm I'm not, you know, open to omelettes or um, creepy DMs. So I'm going to put that out publicly. Thank you very much. I was going to say that's going to be our new code for when you slept with someone. Did he make you a pea omelette? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just yeah. No. <laughs> Stop. Did he give you the 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 PO? Look, why is every episode now about this? Can we just move on, please? You know, when when we're in this festival season and we have our own little stall, if we can ever get our little store in this hypothetical world in my little pea-sized brain, um, I didn't mean to say that. (laughs) 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 Anyway, in my my grape-sized brain, sorry, Alex, um, can we have a little festival stall and sell pea (laughs) omelettes? No. Or... 
Or if we ever, if you ever, if you ever go see Alex on stage for any reason, please throw a pee on not on stage, not please. at Alex. That's not nice. Oh, You're gonna get a just... bag of bird's eye just pelted at my head. <laughs> <laughs> You see it on YouTube. Woman gets pelted by bees. When I'm there at your wedding day, you know that confetti is getting changed. Please! If I was even to get married, I would just take that because that would be a miracle yeah, yeah. in itself. <laughs> oh, oh. Anyway. anyway. Moving on. So Yasmin, Yasmin's got the goods. I've got the goods. I've got the... Uh, God, some of these, I've just got to say to everyone listening, some of you sent some really nice, very like, you know, normal people questions. And some of you, um, listen, we got to talk because I, what have you been through? And do you want a hug? Because some of these are not sad, just like the worst dating stories I've ever read. <sighs> I'm, I'm wow. probably going to feel better after this, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. This is therapy. This is therapy, yeah. yeah. Come on. Someone's asked... Advice for the f- your first ever metal show. Ooh, I think I, we need more detail. The kind of metal you're into. Yeah. Yeah, because you could turn up to a metalcore show and just start doing the little crab. But if you go to a death metal show, you are going to die, and you should just prepare for that. <laughs> See, I would probably say first metal show you should probably go see a smaller band in a small venue because that's when you get like the real vibe of what it's like to be a metalhead and it feels like the ceiling's dripping on you and like you can't really see the band but there's pits that keep opening up everywhere the the gurky sweat in the air it's the smell it's it's gonna be a sticky floor go somewhere with a really sticky floor and just embrace the metal musk Mm. Which band though? Like which smaller? Oh, uh, do they count? I'm going to get cancelled for this. Wargasm are a new metal band. Um, I'll die on that hill. Their shows are really great. My boyfriend has been a bunch of times and has been the only person in the pit. But it's been really fun to watch him just do his own thing and headbang. And you can really smell the sweat and long hair in the air. I've been that. Like a few the gent bands are always good as well. If you don't want to get too scared go see a gent band because you tend to have a lot of there's a lot of people with backpacks on and long hair and they're just they're just chilling they're not they're lovers not fighters I've got some advice wear sensible shoes I sound like a mum but (laughs) (laughs) don't wear shoes that you wouldn't mind getting ruined that will protect your feet steel toe capped boots potentially for your first ever time and then maybe go into, I don't know, normal boots and then maybe trainers once you're hardcore. I don't know. but I And just, don't wear nice clothes. No, because you'll oh, get no. beer all over them. All over them. Like, just prepare to throw your whole outfit away, but protect your feet. Mm. Yeah, prepare to throw down and throw it back. That's what I'm saying. Mm. The sweaty mosh pit guy as well. Like, there's, mm. always, there's always like a group of about three lads who are having the best time ever and the crowd tries to part to let them go through because they're so topless and sweaty and they've got t-shirts hanging out their back pocket like, <laughs> like they're at every shivered. gig yeah. yeah they're at every yeah. gig and for yeah. some reason i'll just be in my own world and i'm a germaphobe and then i'll just feel <laughs> as they pass as they pass me and it's just their sweaty body scraping across my arm and i'm like <laughs> I actually just gagged a little bit in the back. Do you know those front. alien babies that you used to get as toys, like the little jelly ones? That's what they feel like as they like slither oh, past yes. you. <laughs> um, so someone else has asked, uh, is it worth trying to make it professionally as a musician? Alex, you are a musician. No. 
Don't do it. Ever. <laughs> Next question. Next. Moving on. No, <laughs> it's Never a strong mind. no from me. The people of Twitter sounded off to us because we asked for dating stories and oh my God, did we get some dating stories. Alex, feel free to feel better about yourself. This is going to be nice for you. Thank, thank you. Cheers. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm going to have to summarise this one, but Lilith has wrote in and she's told this story of how in autumn 2016, me and my ex-partner of two and a half years broke up. I learned a few weeks after that he had been cheating on me. So Scumbag. we're starting off strong. Scum starting off strong um before we broke up he said he he said to me that he was going to see frank carter and the rattlesnakes for the billionth time in manchester Hmm. okay Hmm. um when we broke up i remember that i bought tickets to the show and took a two-hour bus journey to the venue with his t-shirt in my bag hoping i would bump into him so i could confront him and his new girlfriend okay yep this isn't going well um wait Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay. Where, 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 where did the, where did she find out about the new girlfriend? The girlfriend, the girlfriend, the girlfriend. The girlfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. yeah. So this, so basically, Lilith, the, she found out that her boy, ex-boyfriend, well, her, she, they'd broken up, right? Mm. Or were they still together when he went to see Frank Carter? No, they so they broke up because right. he was cheating on her with someone new that I'm assuming. So he found out that she already knew he was cheating. No, he broke up and then she found out that he was cheating. So en route to Frank Carter, she knew that there was a new person. No, no. So she she broke up with him. Right. Found out that he was cheating because I think he changed his profile picture to him and a new girl. That's how she found out. Wow. Oh, sensitive. Um, And then she knew that he was going to go to this show. So she she took a two-hour bus journey. She went into the gig venue room, sat there waiting for hours had a t-shirt and brought a notebook with her this is gonna um and wrote a note to frank she wait she waited right she was first one there got to the front of front of the venue front of the sorry the barrier and wrote this note to frank carter that says dear frank carter i am here to do two things today have a good (gasps) fucking time and give my ex-boyfriend his shirt back Please, can you ask redacted name to come to the centre of the pit so I can give him his T-shirt back as I no <gasps> longer need it? Oh, but it gets better. <laughs> so Wait, she didn't tell. So she didn't tell Frank Carter that no, that, no, that no. he cheated. Oh, okay, she, okay. She, no, 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 no. I think no, no, no. He he he, he didn't know that, that he cheated. But missed opportunity. I'd I be like Frank Carter. My ex boyfriend is a dirty scumbag. <laughs> Please announce it to this whole stadium. Yeah, like do you know what I mean? He's a dirty, dirty man. Yeah. Um. So essentially, what happened is she she stood there, and at the end of one of Frank's songs, he saw her with her arm waved up with this note, and and took it from her, read it out, and he was like, right, before I read this. There's no gonna, then you're not going to fight. There's going to be no violence, right? You're going to be chill. And she was like, yep. And then he read it out on stage. <laughs> and this this redacted name wasn't even at the gig. <gasps> oh. So she went to the back of the oh. stage, while, um, back of the room, while everyone was shouting, fuck this person, fuck this person. And... Um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> he wasn't oh. even there. So she sat outside the venue... And I think she she cried. Oh. To be fair, right, if he was there, if if someone, if I was at a gig, right, and I've cheated on someone and someone on stage shouts, Sophie, get to the middle of the thing, 
whatever i'd be like yeah sophie get to the middle <laughs> my sophie? name's Not mary <laughs> i don't know who sophie is Sounds but like my name bitch. <laughs> my name's pete <laughs> what would you alex what would you do in that situation um I mean, I don't have many ex-boyfriends, to be honest. Um, <laughs> um, what would you do if someone handed you a note on stage oh. and, and you were the musician and you were like, okay. Right, oh, I would want cool. backstory. You know what I'm like with details? I'd be like, so yeah, who hurt you? Full name, thank you. Phone number. Let's go on loudspeaker. If they're not here, I would phone them from from the stage and yeah, have the conversation and just give them what for, to be honest. But then I, I do like, you know, supporting women and things like that so I'd make sure that they did feel like absolute shit and they'd never cheat on a woman ever again so if you ever break up with your partner you should go to one of Alex's shows and she will roast them for you I will yeah. roast the living hell out of them until they yeah they will never do it again put it that way oh oh someone's asked for some dating advice so I've just got this this has just come in this has just come in this is me oh stuff. hot off the press this is some some oh okay so um, please don't mention my name. Okay, cool. So I, almost 21 male, fell in love with a girl, 21, in college. Only problem is she has a boyfriend. Oh. <sighs> Let me get into the nitty gritty. So we met in the summer before starting uni when we had our spots confirmed. Um, and even though I thought she was really cute, I knew she had a boyfriend, so I left it. As the first semester went on, we became really good friends and got along really well. We just had really great chemistry. So it's your typical boy meets girl. They get along oh. really well, but, you know, she's got the, the snotty boyfriend. Um, then this whole pandemic thing happens and she goes back to her hometown and I stay in our city, which is, oh yeah. Uh, Fast forward to October 2020, when things start to get interesting, as we get closer than ever before, we start flirting with each other. We realize that we liked each other. Now I don't usually get attention from girls, so naturally my first instinct is, what do I have to lose? That is not a good- (laughs) That's right. There's so much to unpack here that I've made a few mental notes, so- listen it, it gets it gets better so um in the meantime like you were saying alex it's not great to meddle with someone's relationship well in the meantime of all this happening her boyfriend had been living in italy with some relatives they hadn't seen each other for six months and they started fighting a lot as soon as he came into the picture um and essentially that she doesn't she doesn't want to give up us on us and I've told her she's going to have to make a choice soon. So if it's not going to be me, I could start healing and all that stuff. This is a clusterfuck of a situation. What do I do? Do I just give it a little bit more time? Do I drop it by now? Thanks in advance. No, <laughs> right, no. Okay. Auntie on, Sophie Sophie. coming up in the house, right? I'm going to tell you now, if someone is bringing that level of drama into your life, that means... They probably even say things like, do you know what? I really hate drama, but it means they're a drama causer. And I'm really sorry because you probably really care about them. Sorry, Alex is making, <laughs> we're on a video call and Alex just took a sip of a drink and made an amazing face like she's about to spit. Um, <laughs> but like <laughs> the people who like drama the most tend to say, I don't like drama. And that's nothing against her. You know, I bet she's a lovely person, um, this person, whoever they are. But just, if, if someone cares about you, they would say to you, do you know what? I don't want to complicate this for you right now. I need to break off my relationship. I need to deal with the pain there. And then I'll be coming to you because I do care about you. Yeah. yeah. They wouldn't enmesh it all. Agreed. Wholeheartedly agreed. 
Oh, I feel really bad because this person sounds really nice, and now I feel like we're going to hurt them because we're saying basically, run a fucking right. mile. But it's like you know <laughs> what? Look, I've been in this like I'm I'm 25 years old. Okay, I've had a lot of All right, grandma. 25. <laughs> back in my day. 25. Back in my day. <laughs> Don't even. It's been awful, my dating situation, and we all know that. Um, it doesn't get any better. You're 21 years old. At 25, it hasn't. It's just been awful. Um, but what I would say is know your worth. And the sooner you know your worth, mm, is the sooner, preach. The sooner preach, you're going to attract more positive mm-hmm. people into mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say. No, we just went to church. <laughs> we just went to church. Okay. <laughs> Next. Next. So, I have an embarrassing story. At an end of Shikari gig in Hatfield, Rao Reynolds stood in front of me uh, on the balcony whilst playing Airfield. I bored like a baby for some unknown reason. Six months later, I was at the sound check in Brixton for Enter Shikari and I ended up meeting him and I told him the story of me being behind him at Hatfield and he was like, oh really? I forgot I was talking to him. And so as I was telling the story, I told him I cried. His response, oh. Oh! Oh. Oh. I can you imagine Uh, it must be so awkward though for like if someone like I get it people get really emotional about meeting musicians if someone just walked up to me and cried I think I don't know how I would deal with it it must be hard for them as musicians you know to have people it's like that meme isn't it you see with a person being sick into the toilet and they've got the broom and they're like they're there like they're there just patting them on the shoulder with the broom (laughs) I just I don't to be fair I can vouch for Rao. I've had people, because I am popular online, <clears throat> have said to me that, um, you know, I literally just started bawling in front of me, being like, I love you. And obviously, I really appreciate that. But I just don't know how to handle those kind of situations. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, th- thanks. Um, yeah, me too. High five, buddy. Don't cry. Um, You're a better person than me. <laughs> what would you do? Because if people... I don't like being touched at festivals. Yeah, not <laughs> a like touchy person, yeah. I'm not a touchy person. I am down with right, okay. So in Slipknot, this is gonna I'm gonna out myself as a horrible human. Okay. Um but it's just because I don't like germs. And now that COVID's real, I'm like, you see, I've told you all you should have been using hand sanitizer this entire fucking time. <laughs> but basically in Slipknot, Clown went through a phase where he wore plastic gloves or rubber gloves to when they did meet and greets he had to shake people's hands and everyone told him he was crazy Mm. and then he wore them and then showed his hands and they were absolutely filthy I'm going really off topic here but (laughs) you're a better person than me because I wouldn't high five people I tend to just like do it I do a fist bump (laughs) I'm like hey what's up (laughs) Because I don't, and that, and that isn't just people who um, have seen me or heard my radio show or anything. That's friends as well. Like I don't like touching friends either. Oh my god, why am I admitting this? <laughs> Can Alex say something? I know it's it's, it's quite nice actually. You out in yourself instead of me. So I'm just sitting back and just <laughs> taking it all in. <laughs> I'm just out myself as a really weird, horrible, mean person. I'm not mean. I'm just not a really touchy feely person. I'm an only child and childhood trauma just means I'm not very touchy. That's fine then. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Next question. 
Next question. I'm not sure if this is an interesting story, but it was a pretty weird experience. At a gig I went to see As It Is in 2018, I was stood with my friend in between the first two support bands, and I see this guy next to me playing FIFA on his phone. Someone else taps him on the shoulder and goes, Oi, mate, can I join in? I went to the back of the bar, and as I'm walking, I see a crowd of ten guys stood in a circle playing FIFA... And a I just thought, yeah, yeah, that that was it. I just they were just stood in it. Yeah, they were just stood in a circle playing FIFA while there was a gig going on. Wow. Um. <laughs> Why? Wow. Why? I don't what? know. Do any of you guys? Are you either of you guys into football? No, I don't know how to play football. Uh, me I'm either. the only the World Cup because I can go to the pub every day of the week. I'm not get blamed for it. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't get that. People are weird. People are weird. It's like people, and, and I'm sorry, I'm going to now show that I'm a millennial, but not of the younger ones. Um, I don't understand filming the whole gig. Like, put your fucking phone away. Watch the gig. Experience the moment. But yeah. I can't In remember. the moment. No, this is my, we're going to argue now. I can't okay, let's, remember. Let's go. A gig. I have the short-term memory of a goldfish. All this trauma has made me forget. Like, I don't, I, I'll forget that I went to But you're just supposed to be gig. there and enjoy it. In the but moment. Wanna, did, did, okay. Oh, Yasmin. What if someone's on stage doing something cool? Like, I want to remember. Someone else, someone else will disease. be doing it. Someone else will film it. Someone else, there's like loads of people there. You can look it up on YouTube or something. Sophie, you're going to hate me when we go to gigs because I will just stand there and be like, woo, with my phone the whole time. Yeah, I'm not standing next to you. I'm not standing next to you. I'm not. One time, oh, this reminds me of one time at the 1975. We were seated for this and there was a row in front of us and this woman mid set just had a whole photo shoot and like her back was turned to the stage no no her her friend's back was turned to the stage taking photos while she was just stood in a chair for 10 minutes wow (laughs) do you know what i once went i once went um i was in port no portugal and uh it was supposed to be the spot with the most beautiful sunset in the world or in europe Mm. something like that anyway um and it was stunning and there was this beautiful sunset this fucking idiots not me this this girl with some american with all her american friends they would she just spent the entire time with her back to the sunset having a photo shoot and i'm like a fucking health and safety you're on a cliff top um but b <laughs> you've flown from fucking america all the way to portugal how many times do you get to go to portugal and you've just missed the entire sunset because you were trying to get the perfect fucking selfie and if you knew anything about lighting you can't get a good picture with with sunset but anyway let's no if you can't see oh, yourself people that do their makeup that. for sunset selfies that's just something that shouldn't happen like sunset whoa, pictures whoa, does that whoa, happen whoa slander yeah. on the tl right now sorry but what's the point what's the point because Because you're all gonna be like if you're trying to get like a you'll be dark and this oh sorry no no. i thought you were on about sunset like is it is it golden hour i thought you were on about golden hour no the actual sunset when it's like dark and like just the sun and then you know when you stand in front of it and it's black and everything else is really bright yeah i thought you were on about golden hour as like whoa do not slander golden hour that is the only time my skin looks nice because it looks brown like i'm a i'm a bloody a caramel biscuit other than that like, but no, I, I agree with you that taking a picture in front of a sunset against the light where you just look like a dark oh. shadow is a bit stupid. It's ridiculous. But it's a gig, ridiculous. just enjoy the gig. There's nothing wrong with, like, I'm not against people to get in their phone out. I film a tiny section of the gig and go, hey, I was here. But if you miss the whole gig because you're behind a phone 
and you can only watch it when you're at home from your phone screen with shitty sound why not just not pay to go to the gig and watch someone else's phone screen on youtube agreed agreed that like, is a really valid point but i'm still gonna do it okay. <laughs> okay. fair fair all right i'm the worst person at a show i am but to be fair it's because i can't see the stage so i have to record it so then i can actually see the stage because people are too tall so oh yeah we wouldn't know about that with it yeah I don't, I don't. i'm like did you see did you hear the sympathy in my voice yeah, like, i was like nah. oh yeah. i'll just be sat on the floor then guys don't mind me <laughs> you just stomp on me um, someone's asked, this is a very uh, intellectually stimulating question that I'm sure will be a rabble rousing, you know, debate. I love being If you're daydreaming <laughs> at night time, like. wait, wait. If you're daydreaming <laughs> at night time, would you call it daydreaming or night dreaming? What? If it's day, daydreaming is the act of using daydreaming. your imagination to dream. doesn't matter what day, day it is, time it is. Do you know what I mean? The night can be the day. The, the night day is in the day. Yeah, no, but no, no. It's not daytime dreaming. It's daydreaming. Or if and you're today, having a nightmare, but you can get a daymare. If you're having a daymare, what's mate, a daymare? My life was a daymare. Please, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. Do you get daymares if you have a nap during the day and you have a nightmare, but it's a daymare? So there you go. Throw that back at them. See, see what do you ever sometimes? Do you ever sometimes feel like you? I don't smoke weed, right? But I feel like because my my parents smoked a lot of weed, and I feel like I've inherited the the brain of a stoner. Um, I've, even never to- done, I've never done drugs in my entire life to all the people in the industry who are going to work with me listening to this never done drugs I'm a virgin uh, advice for being comfortable in your fashion and self expression ooh I think this is a good one for you Yasmin yeah Um, you just say YOLO and get a tramp stamp that's why <laughs> you just as long as you I feel like I hate myself so much that nobody can hate me as much as I hate myself so that's really not good advice <laughs> So it's like I just know how I want because people can say what they want. If you want to hate me, you got to get in line with with me and everybody else who hates me. Come on, buddy. Oh, don't say you hate yourself, Yasmin. It's a gift and a curse. It means I'm hilarious, <laughs> but also it's a bit bad. Alex, what what? Give some advice so I feel less bad. Um, yeah. So uh, I mean, self. I just think it took me a long time to be comfortable with who I am and, you know, my personality and what I like. And I never fit in at school Mm. at all because I was always the weird little geek in the music rooms, you know, never had any friends. And you know what? It's okay to like what you like. And I only probably was really comfortable about three years ago maybe and it's like there's not another you and you is your selling point and that is something that I've realised I'm really like philosophical today and I don't really know know what's wrong with me yeah you've Um, gone serious yeah Yeah. you are your own selling point and if you try and be someone else they will get the job because there's already you know someone else there so whatever you're into if it's just you know existing people are going to love you because you're unique and I sound like a cliche but it's so true that like if you're comfortable in yourself God, I feel like my advice has been so shit now. Fuck me then, right? I'm going to have a Mystic Meg column. That's what I'm going to do. I still get insecure. I still Mm -hmm. get insecure. I had a situation um, last year when I was presenting the Heavy Music Awards and I asked my friend for loads of advice on what to wear and and then she helped me out with all these outfits and I just didn't feel like myself and I ended up just dressing. I ended up, did some last minute order and, and wore what I wanted to wear. But here's my tip 
wear what you feel confident and comfortable in fuck fashion because fashion doesn't even matter fuck what's cool because there's no such thing as cool and um here's my tip three songs right and you can interchange so one um born for greatness by papa roach two i am the fire by lizzie hale and number three um, Nicki Minaj and Beyonce feeling myself now if you listen to any of those songs on the way to a date on the way to a job interview on the way to wearing an interview that you're not sh- uh, an outfit you're not f- sure about trust me you are gonna feel so good feeling <laughs> yeah. myself I'm feeling myself I'm feeling uh, that my is my cinema. tune yeah that's that's what I, I think play. I think I've decided I won't be an agony aunt because <laughs> you guys have given legitimate advice and I was like guys if you just hate yourself it's fine because then no one else can hate you you know what but that's fine and I'm going to think of that on my next moment of self-doubt no one's going to doubt you more than you do and that's okay if you're your biggest hater no one can hate you as much as you hate yourself think about that take that science I've done too much therapy to deal with that right now so I think we should move on to the next one Called being traumatized um so i've got some some mini mini ones mini little yeah. things yeah. that people oh. have sent me on instagram so there's um i met matty healy in the street i cried and he laughed most embarrassing <laughs> moment ever <laughs> oh no do you know what to make to make that person feel better i do always think that at least who was it busted watched you do porn Alex. Right, Not hang on. Oh right, my god. Hang wait, on. wait, no. <laughs> like, 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 like. <laughs> right, I didn't do porn at 14 years old because that's wrong and illegal. I've never done porn. I'm digging myself a hole. Um, no. <laughs> if you've not listened to the first episode, I used to react to two priests, one nun, two girls, one cup because I thought it was funny when I was younger and I didn't realise that was a type of pornography. So as I was approaching Busted about an interview at a festival, they were looking at me really funny um, and they ended up saying, are you the weird girl that reacted to porn on the internet at 14 years old? Yes, I was. And that's just some context ar- around that. So yeah, if you feel bad, don't worry. Um, you know, I went to interview Busted and um, that day, yeah, said that to me. So yeah, don't worry about it. You're fine. Sophie, do you remember, <laughs> I think it was in the first episode, you talked about when you got splashed by a car and your shirt was see-through and it was a neon, no, the satin no. goes really bright under neon lights well someone has had a similar experience saying uh, my top was see-through and I had no clue and I went to go see a band and the band talk about it to this day and know this person by oh. name because they had a see-through top on oh wow but that's cool that got you like <laughs> now you're besties with the band um, boob besties that's a thing breasties sorry <laughs> oh no oh no oh no Oh, okay. These are just like quick fire ones that people have sent me on Instagram. Immediately seeing this, I thought at the time that my friend puked on Lee Malia from Bring Me the Horizon. I need more context on that to this person listening, please. What would you do if you puked on your favourite vocalist? Like, would you? um, Well, that's he's not the vocalist, but what would you? Favourite musician? What would you do? What do you do if you Run puke away. your favourite musician? Run away, block them on all forms of social media so you can't see what they post about you. Change your name, move to South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> Cut your hair off. <laughs> Cry for the rest of your life. Yeah, turn your own cut-off hair into a fake moustache. Put on and a use it as, yeah, eyebrow hair to cover your eyes so you can't see the shame yeah. of everyone else do looking eyebrow, at you. Yeah, do eyebrow, yeah. And then everyone goes, who are you? And you go, 
I don't know. I don't I, know him. <laughs> my name is somebody else. <laughs> I have no idea He's what you're dead. talking about. Oh dear, go on. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I've gone. That's I've gone through all our stories. Let me try and find some more. Okay, um, so I'll just read the story. Hey, just found your podcast and I love it so much. Thanks, girly. Um, or not girly if you're not a girl. Um, so for like a music a music story, me and my friends were filming a scene in a music video in our local graveyard and we didn't know that they were literally prepping a burial until we saw <gasps> someone with oh, a new no. tombstone in a wheelbarrow walk past us and we were 17 in full Morgoth gear. Can you imagine that? You're stood in the graveyard oh, and someone no. just walks past you while you're in like Jeez. seven in inch demonias. Yeah, with like oh. 20 chokers on. Uh, we didn't get in trouble, but we left ASAP and it's beyond embarrassing. Like, imagine dying and emo kids film on your grave. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh When no. I die, just putting this out there, when I die, I want emo kids to film on my grave and look really cool because then it will give me a lasting legacy. Leave some monster while you're out, you know, instead of a candle leave a monster out I'll be good with that bouquet of monsters no offence we're not the we're n- neither of us are any of us are from generations where we can afford graves just just pointing that out oh cool so when I um, when you throw me into the hole in my back garden just throw in a monster in there and I'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> have you ever hung out in graves like I always wanted to because I was I was obsessed with Buffy the Vampire Slayer and so I always wanted to hang out in graves um, I was too scared <laughs> I, but I was a bit once. too scared yeah I, was I scared. went once and I was terrified and it was dark and we was like filming for someone's project and then we um, had to go like deeper into the graveyard and I was like and it was like nine o'clock at night and my mum was calling me like where are you and I was like I was too scared to like lie to her and I was like just in the graveyard she was like what just chilling with my uh, my spooky babes mum nothing's going on just hanging on a grave I've uh, I used to hang out in a graveyard because of course Bur- you did yeah, yeah. And, well and this is very emo in Birmingham there's like an emo hangout spot called Pigeon Park and it's it's in St Paul's like cathedral I think it's the cathedral um, anyway that is a graveyard bodies are buried there there are tombs um so yeah i uh did that when i was 14 and that's why i look the way i do now <laughs> do you know what i did and i um, i a guy actually called me weird on i went on a tinder date and he called me weird and ghosted me um because i was telling him and i think this is really sweet but he thought i was really weird i used to because i used to take my dog for a walk and he never pooped or anything, but we used to walk around the graveyard. He did poop, but not in the graveyard. Um, and we used to walk, we used to just clarify before I get cancelled for fucking taping up my dog's anus. Um, so we also, used to walk. You're going to be an animal abuser this episode. <laughs> yeah, nice. Nice. I used, Great. I, used to, I used to walk my dog around the graveyard, but I used to pass by the shop and buy a big bunch of flowers and all the graves that were falling to bits, and it would be like so-and-so who was a, a loved mother grandmother blah, blah blah i'd leave a flower for them because obviously someone's forgotten them because they died a long time ago That's and so i just nice. leave a flower for them and just say hi edith i hope you're resting well right the fact you're talking okay. to them yeah, i take yeah. that back That's yeah. Is that too weird. far yeah. yeah just leave the flower and move on <laughs> i mean <laughs> Oh, oh, what kind of conversations did you have? Like, what's up, girl? How you doing? Hi, girl. Welcome back. No, you just go hi. You go, look, I'm sorry no one's been to visit you in a while, but here you go. Have a flower. 
Is that that's not that weird? She said, "I know I'm weird. I won't touch people, but I will talk to graves. It's a thing." Mm. <laughs> I'm an accidental emo. I could just, can you just imagine you're in a graveyard burying your loved one, and there's just some girl going, "Yeah, how are you? Oh no, I'm great." It's, yeah, it's just some random thing. No, you'll never believe what he did the other day. No way. I just oh man, that would kill me. Please, I just go, go visit them. Just go visit them. Their graves are falling apart. No one loves them, so I go say hi. I go show them some love, and if that makes me weird, I don't want to be not weird. Right, you can't peel that, and you can't peel yourself. Yeah, so if you're gonna have to self peel, very sad. Pew, 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 pew. No, no. <laughs> I can't even justify it. I can't even justify it. But no. there we go. That's the thing. That's the thing I do. And if anyone wants to support me on that and thinks it's endearing, it's let me not. know. I'm an only okay. child. Look, I'm an only child. I only learnt in when I was about maybe 24 mm. I learned that you know when you get those sticks that go in the ground in the garden and it has mm. like a tennis ball on a string a swing ball yeah swing ball. I didn't know that that's a game for two people I always thought that you just hit the ball and it, and it, it tangles around the, the pole and then untangles itself and then you hit it again to you tangle it around the pole no <laughs> if life is an only child God. if it helps I used to play myself I used to do it myself like that because I didn't want to play with anyone else because I didn't like anyone so I used to <laughs> you know <laughs> it makes me feel any better I had family and they just didn't want to play with me <laughs> <laughs> this is so okay. traumatic I had a sister and brother, but they just didn't like me. Um, so on a lighter note, aside from our trauma, someone, someone's written in and started this message with, hello, sexy ladies. I have a Stop. funny date story if you want to share it. They've started off this, this message with, right, so basically, this was a few years back, I was talking to this guy who's pretty popular in the London hardcore scene, and he asked me on a date as I've never really been on one. We met up in London, went to Hyde Park, were having a laugh, chatting normally, and then he went all, oh my god, I've had one of these moments, weird hardcore dude on me. Uh, He whipped out his phone and (laughs) opened Spotify and started playing various hardcore songs while asking me, do you know who this is? Do you know who this is? And it it got a fair few right and hilarious when he asked, when he was amazed that I knew Pantera, like fucking Pantera generic metal not some underground metalcore band Pantera anyway if that wasn't weird enough he then decided White Power oh sorry I was just drinking some wine go on (laughs) just coughed (laughs) (laughs) anyway um, if that wasn't weird enough he then decided I was cool enough to proceed further onto this hilarious cringy stage begging me to oh babe oh babe begging me to give him head in the nearby what? toilet. What, 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 I've got confused. I've got Hang confused. On. You know Pantera sucked me off. Fuck, what the? I was still what? laughing at my own joke about <laughs> about drinking white wine backstage. Wait, so that escalated really quick. So that person yeah. knew Pantera. Yeah, and then that was the pass. And then he, he begged, begging me to give him head in the nearby toilets. Uh, he... Wait, he did this for a good 20 minutes. We'd talk about normal shit and then he'd casually go on, go on, give me a blowy. And I laughed it off. Eventually he got the hint and we headed back to the tube, shared a very awkward kiss. And I text, I said I'd text him when I got home safe. Thankfully, from that point on, he ghosted me. Oh, you sweet, What's... sweet, lovable girl. Uh, I'm so What sorry. is wrong with alternative men? I'm sorry. You all have fucked up. Right. Can you- 
sort your shit out grow up i don't know what i find more offensive you know what i think it's the the fact that you know some people feel like they need to play you songs and you have to have this level of i know five albums and the track that wasn't released five years ago that was leaked on myspace for 10 seconds at 3 55 p.m whatever you have to know about that and it's suit but that's so attractive you're like oh go on suck me off that, sorry <laughs> give me a blowy go on you knew about attack attack yeah. i wish i wish that wasn't me but it kind of is um yeah my, uh, my, mm, i love mm. that this is very relatively to rock and metal though like imagine if you were i don't know someone who worked in business and you were at this very fancy fasty fancy restaurant and and you having a nice meal vibing with this person you're both in business and they just pull out the spotify and they're like do you know this song do you know this song like only also- in rock and metal <laughs> Or someone in business going, okay, name three banks. Name three <laughs> trade investors. Name like, three types of stapler that were bought out only last year. Yeah. Hit me. <laughs> Who are the best accountants in London? Like, what the fuck? From A to what Z, the fuck? go. Oh, like, yeah, sort you it know out. accountants. Mm, suck my dick under the table right now. Although that being said, right, here's my, here was my bugbear when I was online dating. Mm. I didn't I would tell people I was into rock and metal if you try and this, I'm making myself sound like such an arsehole in this episode and I'm okay with that but when guys would try and talk to me about rock and metal it would put me off instantly like I stopped seeing a guy once because he said to me there's been no new good bands since the era of Korn and Slipknot and new metal and I was like Okay, I tried it. He was kind of cute, so I was like trying to play it cool. I tried to send him some playlist bands, and then I sent him um, some bands who were around at the moment, and he didn't like any of them. And he said they were predictable and all that kind of shit. And so I stopped seeing him. Broke up with him. Good, good on you. I'm proud of you. Well done. I'm like, don't. Fu- Do you know what? I don't come. Here's my thing. I don't come to someone's job and start criticizing. I don't know if people are the same if they don't work in it, but I don't come to someone's job and start criticizing and pretending I know m- more and trying to educate someone. About their job, it. yeah, yeah. So I just get pissed off when when guys come to me and start trying to educate me on 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 rock and metal because I'm like, bitch, please. Unless you are obsessive and work in this industry, ain't nobody got time for that. Agreed. Also, I mean that is a flat out lie. I'm personally isn't offended. it. Like, I feel right. personally attacked. How are you going to do Ask Alexandria like that? How are you going to do Bring Me the Horizon like that? I could, I could be here all day. Don't let me go full on Rorix D, my Can you? I will. I went to this guy because I knew he was a bit of a music snob and well into all these bands. I played him North Lane. And he I told love me he didn't, North Lane. He told me he didn't like it. And that's when I was like, now we, can't, get we can't. No. We can't. <laughs> can't date somebody who doesn't like North Lane. What's the point? What's the point? They're, they're the band. They're the ones. So I've got a few more quickies. Okay. Um, <laughs> We all love a quickie, don't we, Alex? Yeah, about five years ago. Anyway, moving on. Come on. (laughs) Someone said, once I bumped into Phil from Neck Deep and I accidentally called him Ben. Have you ever had one of those moments? I've definitely had one. I I was at the Heavy Music Awards and uh, it, it must have been the first year dead were playing and i was so drunk that after the after i went to the bar after the show and i saw their manager and i went up and i was like i loved you on stage you were great and he just kind of turned around and went i'm not even in the band what are you on about love <laughs> so wow. i'm personally apologizing oh to dead's manager and if it, if it, who wrote that one in are we allowed to say their name um n- they haven't said if they've let they haven't said the name. well if it makes you feel any better 
I have been interviewing Nick Deep since they first played in London, all the way back, way back when. Since then, till two years ago, I was calling West Wes. Oh. I've called him Wes for like, and I'm, I'm talking like, it must be what, six years? I've been calling oh. him Wes. And so, and he's never corrected me, the poor love. Oh no. With his cute little beard, he never corrected me and I called him the, I've called him the wrong name for years. Sophie K would like to issue an apology to the band I Neck Deep. Issue an apology. And I called, <laughs> I called Rao Roo. On, on Scuzz once, got absolutely destroyed for that on TV. I learnt that recently and felt like an absolute dickhead, so Rao, I am sorry, I've been calling you Rue all these years, going, yeah, I love Rue from Enter Shikari, and everyone's like, who the fuck are you on about? Um, he must get it all the time, he must get it. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, have you ever had one of those things where someone's pronounced your name so wrong that you're like, how did you even get there? Don't and, even go, go on, there. Alex, what's the With worst? a wine. Yep, so I've had Alexi and someone has literally gone to me, they've gone, is it Alex? I'm like, that's not even a, a word. Like, what are you trying to say? It's like, no. Maybe they were just trying to clear their throat, you don't know. No, no, I do know. And it's like, oh, is it Alexi or Ali? So it's just Alex with a Y. Just pretend it's an E and just say it. It's like, no, okay, don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. Sophie, Why do you think my name's Sophie K? Uh, yeah. Ain't no fucker can say my surname. So we won't talk about that. Yeah, people just make it up. So I'm just like, I can't be asked with your guesses. So I'm just going to be... But yeah, people get Sophie wrong. People call me Sophia. Really? Sophia. I'm like, at what point? Where was there ever an A? Did I, did I tell you? My name's Sophie. Fucking say it. I love you, <laughs> Say my Sophie. name, bitch. That's so aggressive. <laughs> what is wrong with me today? Why You're am I so aggressive? Today. I like the energy. I like it. Yeah. It's I'm lockdown gonna start, energy. I'm going to start calling you Safi from now on. Safi. Safi. For me, it's um, people get my name wrong all the time. Jasmine, Tasmin, all of them. Shout out to Tasmin. Um, But it was my last name, so it's Suman, right? And um, it's just Sue Man. But people are like, Summon? Seaman. I once had someone be like, Is it Yasmin Seaman? And I was like, (laughs) No, I'm dedicated to the craft, but not that hard. I can can (laughs) top that. Someone called me Alex Holycomb. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Alex Holycomb and Holycomb. Yasmin Seaman. Just no, someone at school. It's Alex Holycomb. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Do you find that, like, I feel that because I'm a little bit brown, people try and add flavour onto what they're saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, accents. Yeah. Like, it's like people always say to me, Wagwan. And I'm like, you know, I'm not from that area I'm half Ugandan like we don't say wagwan and they start talking to me about rice and peas rice and peas and I'm like we don't eat that in Uganda like you've got the wrong kind of black and people just like put you all in the same box and so when they say my name they try and add a little bit of flavour because they're like "Mm, I'm going to try and pretend to be black when I'm talking to you and it's like just talk to me like a normal person what are you doing you weird weird person yeah happens a lot I've had, um, so if I have like phone conversations with people, like, you know, people that I work with and they don't know that I'm from Britain, they'll, they won't treat me different. But the moment they find out I'm brown and British, they're like, what's up, bruv? What's happening, bruv? I'm like, please, you're not my bruv. I'm tired. It's like 11 o'clock in the morning, stop. And they'll just go into like full brummy MLE and it's like why what did I do wrong (laughs) (laughs) my favourite though is going to America because people get so confused they get so confused I remember once I was going down Venice Beach 
and someone this like I love it out there it's one of my favourite places in the world and this this guy was like hey what's up where are you from your accent's so cool and I was like oh guess and he was like South Africa and I was like, <laughs> Australia no no I'm, I'm English actually and he said ah oh, you're British in that case bonjour and I was like no again oh. different country I'm just gonna leave this we, conversation we, now that's a whole different country but that's cool that's bon cool. appetit bro <laughs> Europe isn't the same as yes it's it's we're not as close with our brethren in Europe. It's actually not now, but we won't go down that route. Just, uh, fuck you, Brexit. Wounds. The last one I want to end on is is so, like, I feel like I have this fear, you know? Um, so this is for all my, my people with big titties in the world. Um, someone's wrote in. I'm out. And they, <laughs> <laughs> this is on YouTube. Wait, <laughs> well, hey, YouTube. Hey, dude, never mind. Uh, oh excuse God. me, I have no titties. It, I look like... Um, I look like cardboard. I'm like a stick figure, like the generic stick figures. Oh, I've got my double Ds over here. Go on, give it to Um, me. So so, this is quite simple, but I I have this fear. Um, Someone's wrote in and said that they went to a concert of one of their favourite bands and they were eyeing up the bassist. They thought, oh, you know, the bassist really likes me. He can see, he sees me singing along to all the lyrics. And at the end of the show, they looked down after the bands left and realised both of their titties were out in their tank top. Oh, no. With nipple or without nipple? Sorry, Freddie. Oh, Jesus. Details. The details, queen, right? I was wearing no bra, so, um, yeah. Oh shit! But were they good? If they were good nipples and yeah, good boobs, you gotta, yeah, you got to own yeah. it. You got to own, own that shit. I did that, Creeper. You won. So, what? So, like I was the first Heavy Music Awards, um, which is an award ceremony here in the UK. Um, I was hosting it, and I was wearing this really tight dress um, by this brand called House of CB, and it's like Kardashians wear it. it's bandage tight. Um, but the neckline comes right down to my belly button, nice. and I'm just not very graceful. And so I was backstage. <laughs> I was backstage, and I think I was tying up my shoes or something. And I was just bent over, full like all the way. So when I bent over, the weight of my tits just went to the centre of the neckline, which obviously meant I just had these two smashed up breasts hanging out in the middle of this <laughs> neckline. And I was like, I was walked past Creeper. I was like, all right, how's it going? Yeah, and I could see them like looking at me. You know when someone's looking at you a little oh, bit weird, yeah. but but they're and so you're, but you're just like yeah maybe they're just happy to see me so yeah and then I had to deal with the shame afterwards. <laughs> Have you interviewed them since? Yeah, I've interviewed them. I haven't brought it up though. I probably should bring it up with them. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, good. How would you bring that up? Just like a hey, so remember at the Heavy Music Awards when you saw my tits? What? No, me neither. <laughs> crazy <laughs> if you saw them. <laughs> Did you see them? Duh. <laughs> How have, you that as an your, have you ever got your tits out for anything apart from like sexual intercourse and things? Have you ever like been at a gig and like flashed or anything like that? I, I didn't. People used to do that. Oh my like, god, Yasmin's done it. What? Did people used to do it to like take that? I've never heard anyone do it in like it was, rock and metal. It was such a big thing. So I nearly did it once. But I want to hear when Yasmin did it. What? First. That's so strange. So Yasmin. So, uh, yeah, 16 year old me was ruthless. Um, yeah, you probably shouldn't. So, I was wearing a bralette. That should be, that can pass off as a bra, right? So, um, I went to go see Amity Affliction, and all the dudes had their shirts off. And one guy was yep. like, oh, look at this little girl in the pits. So I was like, I'm, mm, I'm a beef you up. How so dare I took they off my say shirt. that? I know. I took off my shirt. It's an I had Amity gig. Anyway. I, 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, you can't really get going out in the pit to this will be heartbreak. Um, but I took off my shirt, and moments later, I saw him slip on a beer and like fall on his back. It's great. <laughs> but I, I um I took off my bra outfit. That that's a more you know acceptable situation. It's not acceptable to take off your shirt and then actually put it back on and take off your bra and throw it on stage at all time low. When wow. You were <laughs> Wow. Oh I went to gosh. see All Time Low when I was 17 and I took off my bra while I was wearing a tight cropped up and you could see the t- you could see the the shape of my bosoms through that cropped up and I threw it on stage. I just don't get it. I just don't understand it. Right. Um I nearly did it. Uh, so I went to see um, this is many many moons ago I went to see Slipknot supported by Machine Head like yeah. a fucking absolute killer gig and it was indoors and I'm sure somebody said get your tits out that was a thing right and it was when everyone was squatting down for Slipknot you know yeah, get ready to jump the fuck up and I tried to get my tits out, but I was too crammed in because it was so packed. And I was fucking like, I'd missed Slipknot because I, I I missed Machine Head because I'd thrown up the entire time in the toilet beforehand. <laughs> so we can tell the kind of state I was in. And so when I tried to jump up to show my tits to Corey Taylor, uh, luckily I was pinned in because otherwise that would have been horrendous. So I'm so oh. glad that didn't happen. But that was a thing. People do it at festivals all the time, don't they? They're on their boyfriend's shoulders, get their, their waps out. I just don't get it. I Did just you say get your waps out? Do you know what waps. a wap is? Well, oh no. Well, up in up in Yorkshire, you'd say get your waps out, which is like oh, a, so it's your tits. it's down here. Oh, I thought you yeah. meant someone it's... had got their full fanny out on display for like, I don't know. Oh, waps is vagina. Oh yeah, here we go. Here's my, here's my wet ass pussy. Um, no, it was oh, like... Yeah. Um, or whore ass pussy whatever it might be um, but yeah no you say baps but then it became waps get your waps out ah. if you're up north you know that's how we talk up in Yorkshire get your waps out isn't it I, I don't know it. someone's probably from Yorkshire going to write in and go actually um, I think you'll find that we don't say that anymore <laughs> la, la, la. you're cancelled you're cancelled Sophie I'm going to write to <laughs> Compo and everybody from last of the summer wine and get you cancelled um, honestly so fuck you if you want to cancel me I cancel you <laughs> first bitches <laughs> um, what is your what well, is it's doing me into time <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of sugar that's what it is oh yeah. Question: While we're on this topic of uh, horrific concert stories, have you guys ever had like what is your horrifying concert moment? Because there's a few for me. The first that comes onto the top of my head, and this isn't even that bad. There's worse, but it's just the first thing that's come to me where I'm like, that was bad. So I went to a day to remember, um, and this was a bit. It was in Arena Birmingham in 2017, I think. And um, I wanted to crowd surf. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna crowd surf to do a day to remember. Um, and this beefy, massive dude, like ridiculously big dude, picked me up with all of these other other little dudes and just threw me and I flew. I went and I was at the back. This is a massive arena. I was at the back near the mosh pit and I got all like a few rows from barrier and flung and almost knocked somebody out. And then this girl tried to fight me and I was like, I'm sorry, I just got thrown. And she was like, if you ever come near me again. And then her boyfriend had to hold her back and then security came. And to make a long story short, I threw myself at someone. So that was fun. <laughs> was it me that tried to fight you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the kind of thing I'd do. 
<laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what I do sometimes? Right when when um if someone tries to be a bit threatening with me because I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm a pussy cat like I'm a teddy bear I don't fight it's not my thing um but I have this thing where I take my earrings out because when you're the only when you're the only like black girl in in a very white space everyone has this assumption that you're going to be like hard as shit and the fact that I'm nearly six foot tall so I go what did you just say to me what are you saying to me and I take my earrings out I'm like look you do not speak to me like that take my earrings out and people shit themselves and leave me alone (laughs) I'm like I don't want to be in a fight (laughs) have you ever been in a fight at a concert not a concert, no. Uh, I have. Someone tried, really tried me because I moved a space in front of them and it was this, this. I think I would have been 14 at the time and it was this 17-year-old girl and she just shoved me and I was like, whoa! And yeah, so basically, to make a long story short, don't take me to concerts. <laughs> yeah. You sound like chaos, to be fair, like at any gig. Short people, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, short people, Closer yeah. Closer to hell. <laughs> Closer to hell. I am... Um, oh, no. I just thought... I tried to carry, like... Um, 10 tequila shots and I put I managed to stack six of them between my cleavage and I was six? Carrying, yeah yeah I put them on top of each other you're not like cardboard no no, no I can do I three pints I was wearing a push up bra please but um yeah I, stu- I stuffed them in my cleavage and I was holding it like this like very um I had my hands oh people listening had my arms squished for my boobies and I was holding the rest in my hand and then somebody bumped into me and they spilled all down my top and I just started licking it off my my chest because I was like I've got to sit in tequila Um, so that's yeah another fun story of my chaotic life (laughs) I think I'm pretty chilled at gigs yeah I don't have any I've not really had any drama really Um, I once the worst thing I think I've probably ever done was I I went to a gig I got really drunk this is why I don't drink anymore really um, went to a gig got really drunk and got the tube or the subway as you call it in America got the tube home and I could feel I was about to be sick you know when you get that rocking and you, your mouth starts yeah. watering Ooh. and you're like oh fuck so the next stop I just got off and I threw up on the platform like projectile vomiting <laughs> um, and then I thought the doors are still open so I just walked down a carriage where no one had seen me throw up because it was a packed tube where you're like there's no seats you're all stood like face to face um, so I got back in on this next carriage and then as the doors shut I got this stench rise up and I was like oh, no. fucking don't tell me and I looked down and I'd vomited all down myself on my DMs everything I was just covered in my own sick and everyone just looked at me like I was trash and had to, and like squished away from me and I felt like such an outcast standing there holding onto the tube pole just with sick down me trying to look like I was sober and, and style it out there was no style now <laughs> listen I'll do that with you that's what this whole show is about it's about the outcast if you want to throw up on a tube I'll be there to support you babe <laughs> I don't go there anymore I don't do those that shit anymore no. I don't get that drunk anymore it's boring I can't say the same <laughs> I wish I really wish I could be at that point right now but I'm really not it's so bad oh god it's bad um, yeah I don't I, I can't find any more stories there's just how is Alex the most straight laced of this entire episode Alex are you telling me you have never done anything embarrassing at a gig I am um, trying to save a reputation after you know that's what it is so you're not falling off at the moment i mean i normally try and erase it from my memory i mean i've like pissed in my shoes done the whole been sick down myself 
pissed in. Oh, yeah, that's just a normal everyday. Standard, (laughs) yeah, you know. Um, How did you piss in your shoes? You know what? Oh, no, I can't. I'm like, you know what? And I'm like, oh, this is going out publicly. I did um, throw up over myself and then locked myself in a portaloo. Woke up nine hours later. It was the next day. Um, <laughs> wow. I opened the door and I was covered in someone's blood on my shoe, my own sick, oh, someone's bodily oh, liquid. And then oh. my phone was dead. So I had to just walk until I found someone to talk to me in a going out outfit in the middle of the day, still pissed as anything. There she is. There Whee. she is. There that she is why is. I stayed silent. So That's yeah, an Alex story. <laughs> I once was at Download Festival. And, um, oh please don't talk about that. I, I have a lot of regrets. <laughs> I on. was walking. I was walking back from the press area because my stomach just didn't feel right, mm. and I bumped into a friend. I was like, "Oh, it's Dan from the band Skindred." So I, I was like chatting to him, and he was like really wanted to talk to me. And I was, I, you know, when you start sweating because your stomach hurts so much. Mm. And I was like, "Look, dude, I've just got to go quickly." Then I went to the portal and I thought I'm going to shit myself, but I could hear people either side so I thought I can't do this because I get such bad stage fright so I ran to my car and I got a bin bag because I had bin bags in the back of my car <gasps> and I I, <laughs> I opened this bin bag in my boot and then and then put my bare bum in the boot and proceeded to like have explosive diarrhea in my boot and I was really proud of myself because I had toilet roll and everything back there and I thought it's all in the bin bag nice and tie it up throw it away what I hadn't realised is there was a camper van parked next to my car and they were all just sitting in the camper van pointing and laughing at me shitting myself in the boot of my car no I did that I did that once Jesus. Oh my god! I am. Um, I got spiked. <laughs> Alex so, can't right now. Alex I, just can't. I feel so sensible and together. It's great. <laughs> this must I, be um, nice to have this role in in the group. It's quite nice just to yeah. sit back and gaze. Yeah. Come on. Uh, I got spiked at download. That was. Oh um, shit! Yeah, I didn't even. I didn't. Who do spikes about people? It. It's such a shitty it's thing gross. to do it was bad so um we i'd got blasted right which didn't help but um i know my tolerance and i didn't get as drunk as i usually had i'd only had like for me i'd only had a few vodka and cokes which isn't a lot for me to like projectile vomit and be able, unable to stand um and it was the end of the night this would have been t- download 2018 2017 probably 2017 um and Shit, I, like, so you were like sorry you were young. a teenager yeah. So for someone to spike a fucking teenager, I hope you burn in hell, you piece of fucking shit. Go on, it gets on. worse. So um, oh, no. I put my I put my cup down in front of me for Thy Artist Murder, but I, I put it I put it in front of me on the right, and then I I went to go tie my shoelace on the left side of me, and as as I was tying my lace, someone walked in front of me and just dropped it in my drink, and I didn't realise because it was in like a coloured cup, so I just drank it, um, and then I didn't even make it to the guest area and download before I couldn't walk right, and I got into the portaloos i fucking threw up everywhere so many people know this because they saw me just waving through the guest area unable to stand and everyone just thought i was drunk but i wasn't projectile vomited all over myself someone called security i had to sit there for 10 minutes while they gave me water and they were like are you okay and i knew guns and roses were playing in the background and all the clouds just became really pink and i just couldn't like my eyes were crossing um so that was and then and then Right, they let me go because I was like, no, I'm, I'm just drunk, it's fine, don't worry. Not realising I'd, I'd been spied. And somehow, 
I made it back to my tent. Mind you, I wasn't in red or green. I was at the back of all of the camp tents and I made it back and I just got in my tent and went to sleep. Wow, that's amazing. Jesus. I'm so glad you made that through that experience and um, with nothing dangerous happening, like with nothing like awful other than the spiking happening. Because I got got spiked once at um, a festival and I didn't realise, I've never, I'd never taken drugs, so I didn't, it didn't compute in my head that maybe I was more drunk than I thought because I was hungover and someone offered me tequila and I was like yeah sure mm. and they're like this will sort you right out so I took another shot and then um but I had to do interviews that day and my last interview of the day was with Jamie Jaster from Hatebreed mm. and I remember I was interviewing him holding the mic and all of a sudden my right breast started to feel really sparkly and I was like wow my my right breast is so amazing Oh, it's just so tingly. I'm going to have to touch it. And so oh I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've got the mic on him. And I just start, like, I could feel my hand just creeping up. And I just touched my breast. And I was like, wow, that feels amazing. And I just started squeezing my breast while talking to him. Please tell me this is still on, on video This somewhere. is beautiful. No, I edited that shit out. I had to edit that part out. I kept, like, the normal bits of the interview and edited that out. But, yeah, my, my breast just felt amazing. And so, to this day, I've never interviewed Jamie Jaster since. But I don't know if he noticed that I was having such a lovely time, me and my right breast. Personal time with your titty. Oh, it felt so amazing. Um, but yeah, later on I figured out, because someone said to me, Sophie, have you taken drugs? And I was like, I don't do drugs. I just fucking love music. And um, <laughs> yeah, you're and then <laughs> the next day I saw, I saw the pictures of me and you, my eyes are just black. I look like a, a, an oh, evil God. thing from yeah. the TV show Supernatural. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I didn't recognise it because I've never done drugs. So I didn't realise, oh, there's something different happening here. Oh, man. People are trash. Why do that? It's disgusting. People are trash. Mm. People are trash. People equal shit. Slipknot said it. Slipknot mm-hmm. Renate. Um, that's all the stories I've got. Those were all the stories sent in to us. Um, thank you for your dating traumas, your concert woes, and your just weird stories, ma'am. Mm. The weirdest shit. <laughs> I feel I feel like we've bonded with our audience now because you guys are weirdos, but so are we. This weird shit happens to everyone, and I like that. Mm. It's made me feel a bit um, more normal. Um, yeah. In a really <laughs> fucked up way. So, yeah, thank you. This was just a therapy session for Alex to make himself feel <laughs> a bit more normal. I've never been so quiet on an episode in my life. It's been lovely just taking it all in. Alex is acting like like she's on Bridgerton or something this week. <laughs> Downton <laughs> like, Abbey. Oh, I could never do that. <laughs> oh, how uncouth the, oh. the beatings they go to the festivals and act <laughs> like such lower class. Oh, I would never be a whore and a heathen. Oh. <laughs> and I've given some decent advice. I, I, don't, I don't know what's wrong with me this week. Oh, you'll doing be yoga back to soon. your whore in ways next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> boring ways (laughs) by the way listening to those stories reminded me I got bitten on a date once and I feel like I just need to talk about this just to get it off my chest I went on a date with some guy and I was like oh finally I've met someone who isn't who likes rock and metal but doesn't work in the industry maybe he'll be really normal and he had this great job as an animator Um, and we were sitting in this bar talking and he just leant over and bit my cheek like and not not a nice little nibble. He bit me. Was he on drugs? No. And I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he was like, "Oh, I just did you, you know, lead? Just... What? Right. This is 
Oh. I was like, maybe I need to give him a shot because maybe he's a. Wow, well, okay. Oh, for Come God's on. Sake. Judgment. I'm judging then, you right now. And then he bit me again on my neck. And then, then I was like, I, I don't think I can handle this. When I've been on dates with racists. So as far as I was, I was like, maybe I can work with this. <laughs> Physical maybe. assault. Oh, fantastic. Well, we've already we've already uh, talked about how you don't like getting slapped in the face with a dick, so you also don't like getting bitten on your neck. Just don't no. touch Sophie. It's oh. basically the moral of the story. Just don't touch Sophie. And I, don't, right. I don't think there's anything wrong with not being a touchy person. Like no, there isn't. I, no. Sometimes I like a hug. If I've not seen you in ages, I'll give you a hug. Or if you're my boyfriend, I'll give you a hug. But I just feel like people touch each other too much. I'm a whore for personal affection. <laughs> oh, but you, you have can... siblings. That's the thing. You siblings were all in each other's shit all the time. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm one way or the other. I'm like, I either want to be cuddled or just like stay a mile away from me. There's, there's, there's no in between. It all depends what mood I'm in. I'm, yeah, I'm straight down the middle. That must I be the... really easy for partners. <sighs> It's not fair. There's a reason, you know. <laughs> Have I got a boyfriend? Am I with partner? No. It's that that's because you're too good. You would rather be on the shelf than in the wrong cupboard. Exactly. You tell him so. Yeah, so just try and think of myself on a shelf and in a cupboard and realise what you meant. Yeah, okay. It's better to be on the shelf than in the wrong cupboard. Exactly. Yeah. Forget Elf that on the Shelf. You've got Alex in the cupboard. Imagine if I just turned up in different locations of your house each morning, like the elf on the shelf. Just me, like, hi, welcome back. Grim, grim, awful. There is a very, very hot guy coming for you very soon. I can feel it in my waters. I hope so. But it's been yeah. about, well, it's been time, isn't it? Maybe he's listening months, to the podcast. Since October right the 10th. <laughs> That's it. But, right, okay. <laughs> Wait. I'm not going to out who that was. Five months since October, actually, because it's Wait, February 1st. Who was it? Is it someone we all know? What, the 10th of October guy? Yeah. Yeah, you do. <gasps> <gasps> oh, we will find out. When this ends, we will find out. Peel, peel. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. That's it for this oh. week. Thank you so much for joining us. Okay, words of wisdom to finish up. My um, so social media pages and words of wisdom, if you want to follow me, it's at I am Sophie K on Twitter and Instagram. And my words of wisdom. Wait, no, someone else go with words of wisdom because I've done some really shit ones lately, so oh, I need to think about this. About mine. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh, uh, I'm Yasmin. Uh, I'm Yasmin Suman on instagram and yasmin suman x on twitter and tiktok and my words of wisdom are if you go and see all time low don't throw your bra on stage especially if it's a victoria's secret bra because that shit is expensive yeah not smart idea shit <laughs> There's no, i'm not a very wise person you've been really you've been really wise oh, today oh, i'm ready for i've got mine one. Go I've got mine. Okay. So you want to follow me? It's at I am Sophie K or um, on Twitter and Instagram. And my words of wisdom are if someone tells you I hate drama, trust me, that person loves drama <laughs> and attracts it like a magnet. Yes. Brilliant. In it, in it though, in it. Mm, in it. Yeah. <laughs> in it though, brother. In it, in it though, bruv. In it, one. Do you know nice what I'm saying? Taking out the headphones. <laughs> B. <laughs> okay. 
I'm losing my mind. Oh my gosh. Right, if you want to follow me, it's at Alex Holcomb on Instagram and on Twitter. And my words of wisdom, if you're in a situation and it's you or someone else, then walk away because you are enough on your own. And that was so poetic. If I had a better accent, that would have sounded a lot more beautiful. We love your accent, Alex. Thanks. Cheers, that guys. was really wise. I'm proud. <laughs> if you want to give us a follow, it's at We Wear Black Pod over on Twitter and Instagram. And then otherwise, we'll see you next week. Bye. See you next week. Bye, 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 bye. Bye. You were listening to On Wednesday's We Wear Black. Please like, rate, and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Heavy Network, the Nova Twins for the badass music, and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.